Hello and welcome to the Euphoria Podcast. This is episode 18, following week four of the summer split, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and SoundCloud. I'm Drake Coast, joined as always by Cadrill. And now we have two representatives, the top two teams right now in Europe. Enemies. And now enemies. They hate each other. Former teammates and absolute besties. We were considering putting like a glass sheet between them because of how much they hate each other and yeah, how much just, war is going on. We thought they were going to hit each other. We didn't want that. <laughs> didn't want them to get disqualified. Abadaga, Broken Blade. Abadage, Broken Blade. How do we, NA pronounces so differently. I'm sorry. This is a tangent already. No, I how just, should I we it. pronounce your name? Okay. Abadaga is com- completely fine to me. Yeah. I love how everyone kind of finds their own... Uh, pronunciation yeah. like this the back half is just a mess yeah like everyone is just finds their own way and then i just roll with it i yeah. think that's a fun part about the name everyone kind of has to like in turkey it was abadaj but yeah I, I like the all the different ways people kind of pronounce it well i'm a fan of uh think, dancing queen so i might call you abba for yeah i think when i'm casting i call him abba yeah. I don't even say Abu Dhabi, I just say Abba. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I I don't know if it. that's out of shortening or if we're just afraid to mess it up on <laughs> No, I think it's just out of shortening. I don't know why I do that. Fair enough. Yeah. BB, your name is not as mysterious. Yeah. I mean, people started calling me only broken or like, yeah, or my name in Turkey. you played. <laughs> no, no. In, in Turkey, there were a lot of people actually called me by my name. Uh, I think it's like less common in, in like the gaming industry, right? Where you call yeah. someone by, by your name, you call them mm-hmm. by the gamer tag. Yeah. But since I, I, I went to NA, um, like Bjergsen started calling me BB. Um, then from that, that point on, a lot of people did. Mm. And you guys do as well. Right? Yep. Ah, bro, I call him catchy. BB when I'm casting too. It's catchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's easy to say. I like it though. I, yeah. I think it's it's nice. Wait, what do you mean they call you by your name? Like your real name? Yeah, like my, the, my real the name. Sergen Sergen Sergen. Sergen. Yeah. Sergen. That's actually Sergen. Do they say the full Pretty thing? No, no, not... not, not um, not the casters, but like all the other people around. Ah, uh, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. I guess. He <laughs> nice. just touched <laughs> me with his leg. I was like... <laughs> it wasn't on purpose. Yeah. We might have... I love it. how we, he was like sweating. <laughs> we we just like blank <laughs> face stared yeah. at him. The glass screen actually has to be there for a different reason, guys. It's not... It's not... It's love. They're not, not going to fight each other. Yeah. Anyway. Um, we'll no, it just reminds me, blanks. <laughs> one of my first events ever, there was someone there from like traditional sports media. I think she normally worked for ESPN. So she wasn't used to being around people referring to each other by gamer names. And it was me on the broadcast with Freak. And I was just randomly like, yo, Freak! Like, and she's like, why are you so mean? It's like, she didn't understand that that Bro. was a name. People were like, Freak. Can you do you like, and people? Just, she just thought people were calling this guy a freak. <laughs> yeah, over the same and thing. Over again. In Atlanta at Worlds, I went to get I went to get food and I didn't have my wallet on me. And I was like, oh crap. And I saw in the distance, I saw Freak. And I was like, oh, perfect. But it was a street full of people. And I went, Freak, really loudly. <laughs> and everyone just like looked at me like this. And I was like, Oh, I was like, David! <laughs> it was the most awkward thing ever. Just trying to get some Chick-fil-A and then boom, everyone thinks I'm a weirdo. Yeah, and you are. So God bless. <laughs> yeah. Just just letting the world know. Yeah. Where are your freak? Small tangent. That was awkward. Proud. Worst part of anyway, um, break days may, might be real. Some teams I know are still practicing on break days, which sounds horrifying. What do you guys do? What do you guys do on your break days? Do you guys ever hang out anymore now that you're not teammates? Do you guys ever like get together, see each other, catch up? I wish we did it more, you know? <laughs> I'm so not trying to put... Ta- it's a good time to talk about this. <laughs> no, yeah, let them talk about it. Let's talk about it. I mean, the thing is, I have a very tight schedule in G2, right? We we have a lot of things, like, especially when we do scrim, we have a lot of things, like, 
oh, this is what I'm going to do on this day. Like for me, at, le at least individually, we have Isma with the um, exercises we do. Um, like I do my own exercises, right? Because I wake up earlier than, than the rest. Yep. And <laughs> yeah, um, when I have an off day, I would like to use it, right? Uh, and I use the off day usually for mm. uh, to spend time with my girlfriend. Mm -hmm. um, that's why I don't have much time for my other friends. So it's not worth your time. No, I'm not saying that. Uh, I I did I did actually already discuss with him that we can meet up in the, in the break week after summer finals. Okay. Which uh, hopefully we're gonna play against each other, right? Right now it's mm. it's like the pre uh, finals, mm -hmm. and um, I hope he's willing to to go out with me uh, like the good old times. The good old times. But yeah. I also hope he's understanding of, of my precious time. Has, I, so am I of his time. Yeah. Has one of you ever like reached out more than the other being like, hey, you want to go out? And the other one's like, no, no, no. I, mean, I think I think uh, Abba has been reaching I've, out more. I've been reaching out. Oh, wow. Well. Uh-oh. Yeah. So you're the one who has uh -oh. to like talk your way out of it now. See, the thing is, is that uh, I love how you open with like, yeah, you got to understand I'm really busy at G2. Like this man isn't also playing pro. Like you're just, <laughs> no, you're, no, like, no, your G2 no, schedule is so unique. <laughs> He's like, see, I play for a different team where we have a real intense schedule. It's not, it's not as casual as you boys. I'm like, sorry, uh, that's not what you said. No, the way I want to put it is like, I I take Tuesdays like off, right? Like yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. touch the game. I think there's a lot of players who who still play a couple games. Yeah. But for me, I like to really okay. I'm I'm not gonna play. Hundred percent. Because it's also for me. For me, it works in a way that for me, it's like a resting thing. And even if I would not be, uh in a relationship i would be not using yeah. that day to play uh, rather than i would i would look look for my friends to go out with right yeah, yeah. <laughs> which i hmm. yeah i mean i have less time for that which which makes sense right because i am using that time to 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 reset as well um but uh, yeah mainly using it uh, for my girlfriend right uh, fair fair enough but in the near future we're going to hang out more right if we're excited for <laughs> yeah, it yeah i mean he just put it on me to make finals and then i have i stay here and the because like if I'm out, I'm not gonna stay here, right? No pressure. So then I'm not gonna see him. So what oh, you're saying is, if so you really, if you really want to hang out with him, you're gonna lose to Excel. That's what you would do. You would just throw. Uh, then no, because he still has the lower record, right? So you're, so so <laughs> hang on a second, hang on a second. So if they finished, if they finished like, if you guys finished like bottom two and you were knocked out, you'd have gone home. So yep. then you wouldn't have been able to meet up with him because you planned after finals. So what you're telling me is you knew Excel would make it the top three. Uh, no, like I was like, if if you if you notice, like I was motivating him to to you know. Like that oh, performance was... would not be there if I didn't tell him let's hang out, you know. Oh shit! Um, so <laughs> he thinks that way. Uh, but uh, but yeah. I just do it out of spite. <laughs> <laughs> He's you're gonna call him. You're gonna be like, "Where are you? You're 45 minutes late." You're like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I had better things to do." Which is bam. Yeah, I mean, we used to. But uh, to be fair, we used to. <laughs> we, we uh, I feel like we made it. this so awkward. Made it super I'm sorry, awkward. boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trying to just. I'll just make finals. I'll yeah. win it, baby, and then <laughs> oh my uh, God. when when he asked me, "Hey, hey, do you want to hang out?" and I was like, "I'm busy." Yeah. Oh my Ooh, God! Cold. Oof. Oof. Cold. Hit him with it. Um, what do you do on your off day? Obviously, BB, you're completely disconnecting, spending time with the girlfriend. Uh, are you a solo queue guy on your off days? Are you very? Are you still playing League of Legends? Or are you also trying to disconnect? So at EXO and our apartments are located in Adlershof. That's the, the industrial area. So it's where the studio is. Um, for those who don't know, if you've ever been to the studio, that's the neighborhood. There's not that much um, <laughs> just activities where you can just like, hang out or like nice restaurants and people. You like you connect mm -hmm. to the real world because uh -huh. uh, our weeks are just grind. Um, so 
on those days i actually just take a cab like 20 minutes and then try to have a nice breakfast and even some some dinner nice. some, some places that i used to go to when i was in schalke because nice. back then we lived more in the center where it was that was very lively you could go mm. to a restaurant anytime are you going to like charlottenburg like do you want to do you, i don't want to like give up the sauce here and where you're going because i don't yeah i don't want to leak where you are like every tuesday for the uh, the crazy abba fans but is there like do you have is it like charlottenburg is that where you're headed so back it's kind to? of between charlottenburg and, and kreuzberg okay charlottenburg is where we we'll used talk, to live in schalke we'll talk later about restaurants because i don't again because now that you've said you specifically go there consistently i don't want you to be like swarmed you know i don't want it to be like oh abba's breakfast our breakfast <laughs> <laughs> like people rolling it just becomes up. a tuesday morning routine yeah that's, That's good. Cool. Well, I'm glad you're getting out of Avishoff because I think the one big thing is, is like, all right, for people who don't know, Avishoff sucks. It's a terrible place. Um, it's for students and uh, tech companies and television studios. It's awful. It is unlivable. I'm sorry you have to live in this neighborhood, but I'm really glad that you're leaving because I've heard of a lot of players who just stay here on their off days. And it's like Berlin is a great city. There's good food, especially in summer. There's cool shit you can do. But none of it is in Adlershof, man. Holy shit, that's brutal. So yeah. good on you for getting out. But you guys are right next to Vitality as well, right? Yeah. They're Was our it? neighbors. Yeah, you like literally are door to door Vitality. Did you ever like scrim them during the season and like talk to each other about it? Or did you give each other some smack? Was it like awkward at all at first? Like you're invading their personal space being like, hey, new neighbor. <laughs> well, technically we could we could beat them in a, in a scrim set and then go over and handshake them. <laughs> uh, we were think we were considering it but we thought it was too too bm it <laughs> might be awkward you know we I'm wanted to keep the, the relations good yeah so i mean we had some scrim days but then we actually don't see each other afterwards yeah. um but one time we went out to volleyball or like we actually it was football that we played mm. after a scrim set it, it was pretty nice to hang out a bit yeah nice. um but we actually we didn't talk about scrims at all we didn't even talk much honestly Fair enough. Um, it yeah. was just us versus them in Volleyball. a football court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who won the football? I think they won. Uh, well, at least they won something. But we won scrims. Oh. <laughs> you just going to try to sneak that in there? <laughs> at least they won something. <laughs> you know, they good. might make it to season finals without winning a best of three or best of five. So that yeah, would be the real victory. Yeah, if you guys make victory. top two, not only, they might have beaten you in football, but then they can't make season finals if you make uh, top two. Is that true? Yeah, it's true. Saying that? So true. I think SK hitting top six, six already hurt them a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If Fnatic one more XL. thing happens, I think it's XL make top two, Fnatic make top two, or Heretics make top yeah. three. GG. Yeah, crazy. Anyway. All right. So this last week we had a lot of games, a lot of pretty high stakes games. Ultimately, congrats to both of you for coming on top. We can talk more about your specific games. But I wanted to get your reads uh, on the patch, actually, specifically, because I think that we knew it was going to be a pretty big change. We didn't know exactly what we were going to see, but... You both had to adapt a lot. I'm going to be honest. I was very thrown when Excel just didn't scale every game and try to team fight late game. Uh, and you are on a G2. So you play weird shit all the time. Your guy, you can't play normal shit if, it, if you had to, as far as I can tell. So I'm just curious like, how, you, how you guys are feeling about the patch, how your teams are feeling about the patch. I know it's a little tricky because you're going to play each other. So I don't want you to give away all of the secret sauce here but just like hey what do you think is good is anything better than you expected it to be BB's, what do you guys think maybe smile is the most unreadable thing ever when what you're does talking it about mean? the patch he's like smiling as if i don't know what he's about to say i mean uh, there's someone sitting on the table who asked me specifically if it champion has a counter but he didn't get a response from me go um, ahead. just go ahead bb you start talking and uh, yeah i mean the patch overall it uh, i think the biggest change was uh, the supports you play right and yeah. all the like yumi like this boring mm -hmm. stuff is out um 
And I think uh, us and G2 were very explosive, or we can be. Uh, you guys know Mickey. He goes in when he wants, mm -hmm. when he pleases. Um, but uh, I think, yeah, I mean, I think we are very, we have a very good way of like dealing with stuff. Like we have really good analysts as well. Rodrigo, shout out. Uh, Abba knows him as well. We worked in the Schalke uh, days. Yeah. Yeah. Usually we are very, very crisp on like, oh, this has potential as champion, uh, and mm -hmm. then we we start playing it, we start practicing it, and um, like uh, in the last years we played Ivan right, and Yike put uh, a lot of effort in making that champion work, and he played very, very great series right. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah we love to play uh weird weird stuff uh in g2 but um all this weird stuff that we play is because we put a lot of effort into it mm -hmm. um and we make it work otherwise mm -hmm. like, we wouldn't go into a series or like a game right without picking something like oh this is first time you know yeah it wouldn't just like first time like i don't know a Callisto or a set or an ivory you'd practice that in scrims and make sure you're uh did you first time something? Is he calling you out? What did you first time there, bud? I mean, uh, I think uh, over the over the over the years, you for sure first time stuff, right? Um, but when when you're a player like like uh, me or Abba who have been playing for a long time, it's yeah. rare to like. It's never oh. really the first time. Yeah, it's just the first I mean, time. It's just in a while. once you're in the scene for a long time, it's like hard to like play a champion that you like didn't play. You know. Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe we can get some intel from uh, Abba here as well. Yeah, you gave us... This is great. I don't, have we ever had a podcast where we've had like two players from opposite teams playing so against each other on actually, the same weekend? Normally we avoid it, but because you guys had history, we thought it would be a good idea. And I'm curious as we get more into the conversation if anything's going to slip. Just like one person slips up and the other person's like, oh, <laughs> oh, let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah, Abba, are you enjoying uh, engaged supports being back in the meta? Because I feel like everybody's mid laners are living a good life right now where their supports come to their lane and actually do something instead of just like i'm here Ooh, ooga booga i'm emilio in your mid lane be scared um, well yeah i i really enjoy the new meta uh, <laughs> it's a it's a lot more enjoyable than just a yumi or Amelia, and then whoever lanes better is like wow and then if mm. you don't <laughs> if you did didn't lane well then you, oh, you still yeah. have a chance like just to scale but it also fits limit a lot to that well, we kind of saw all the changes and we were like, why are we on this patch for so long? The 1311. Yeah. yeah, three weeks. like, why are we on this horror Yumi patch for this long? And then we have Limit just waiting on the rel and Yeah, stuff. his rel was crazy. The buffs and stuff. So well, I can I can leak it to you, BB. He definitely prefers to play rel over Yumi. Mm -hmm. I, I knew oh. that already. I played with Limit as well. <laughs> <laughs> and there was some other changes as well that we we quite like. I'm not going to expose what it exactly it was. You might have yeah. seen it this weekend. You might have not. Uh, don't uh, worry, we, we know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I well, we, we've scrimmed G2 a lot yeah. the past week. Oh, yeah? Tell them how it went. How <laughs> <laughs> uh, did it? What was you it? You know, we... Yeah. We learned. Okay. No, okay. Ah, Luce is improved. Wow, the absolute casual delivery of tell them how it went. We <laughs> might have given them some fake data. Ooh, I like it. Ooh. Oh, ooh. I think you got them figured out. I think we kind of got them figured out. Spot. <laughs> it's always the same theme. Yeah, because ah. if you were winning too much, you'd give them too much info. Yeah. And sandbagging scrims is a classic strategy around worlds so, for asian so when you said you knew do you, you really know to see what you or got? has it made you believe you no know? no we we, we know. You know they they also have a common theme which is they just don't win 
But uh, yeah, I mean, Bro, I mean, props I, to them. Pe- uh, I people think... are gonna like clown on on Ava and Excel after this episode. They're like, no, 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 but it's so good, Excel win the best of five. It's you know, it's it's yeah, he says so I'm gonna get the heat. I'm completely aware, but I'm going in with this confidence. Um, obviously, we are respecting our opponents. We have a common thing uh, in in G two that uh, we have failed at uh, in in uh, Spring Split that uh, we were really really cocky at times, <laughs> and uh, I think this split, especially no matter who we play, I feel like we are going into the game uh, with the same amount of expectations, same amount of uh, like um, pressure we build up, and like every before every game, no matter what, Omar comes to us says, guys, don't get cocky, you know. And um, we make it really, really important to to like keep our ego down and like I feel like because our worst enemies is ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's what we feel. Um, and when we get way too loose, we disrespect our opponents. Um, it can be like oh, we're starting to lose some games, you know. And <laughs> I feel like in Spring Split against Mad Lions that happened. Yeah. And then later on in MSI they they got stomped right three zero. Um, and that's because I think we we stopped like disrespecting our opponents and like really really putting emphasis on like oh we're gonna treat our opponents really well you know we're gonna treat them with respect as I think it should have been from the get go mm-hmm. because we are like in a competitive league right um, do you do you feel like you've been treated with respect Abba do you feel, do you feel like the podcast that's just friendly banter he, he, I hope you won't take it. it was very respectful yeah very respectful <laughs> I love how he's like setting this whole like. Let's not get a cocky speech. But while he's saying Immediately it, he's holding after. it aloft. He's like, bro. <laughs> The two faces no, of, I, of you, BB, I feel like, is you're going to immediately say something that is absolutely not at all PR funny. Like, not over the line. but And then you immediately follow up with, like, the, here at G2, Rama always reminds no, us not like, to uh, tell. Obviously, like, it's just like, like all, all jokes, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't mean no harm or disrespect to my dear friend. Uh, I, I want to put, lit the fire for them, you know. Yeah, I, want, I, want to, I want to push the, the leak. So... If if G two is on top of the league, I want everyone to feel like we're the enemy and try to beat yeah. us. You know, they will make the league better in the long run. Um, and I hope Excel, like Excel, did overcome the 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 hurdles. I feel mm. like even as I think, yeah, yeah. I actually think their patch is is quite fitting for them. Like they have obviously found their their way well, and the rhythm, as we saw in in their games, right? Yeah, and that's a good transition because I'd love to start talk about the Excel victories first. Um, how did you feel about the team's performance this weekend? You um, had a nice interview with Trouble after you guys qualified, where you gave away a lot of draft stuff. So thank you for that. You were just you were just talking about stuff willy nilly about what you want to first pick, about what you were looking for, Keep trying to get a Maokai. Maybe you were feeding fake data to BB, who was probably listening intently. But it was it was a fantastic weekend in terms of results. How do you feel about it? I mean, we were really confident coming into the weekends. We had a lot of good preparation. Um, this is the this is the results. We just we had so much going for us in terms of the patch yeah. on what we wanted to do, and then we also felt like we had like a couple different strategies that, even if they know one uh, one of our comps that we want to play, we still have two or three others. So uh, we were quite like our. Before in regular season, I felt like we had like one or two stu- uh, kind of are style you, of comps that we were comfortable <laughs> yeah. on. Are you referring to Maokai Azir Zaya by any <laughs> chance? <laughs> <laughs> I might be, <laughs> but we 
we just evolved a lot kind of through the new patch yeah and then just making it work this weekend on stage was great yeah i know we, we've already glossed over the patch but it's interesting how like i know we'll get back to this xl stuff because there's a lot to yeah. talk about with all the, the whole fanatic situation but the patch is kind of weird because one you have like melee, melee supports coming back yeah two i feel like because wukong vine etc even the rec side nerfs a little bit 80 junglers have fallen off so now it's like ap junglers so now you need kind of like ad mids as well so like the east is playing a lot of yone G2 is like cooking up Lucian mid because they're probably like, we need AD mid somewhere. And then they're playing Kalista, which is also like, I haven't really seen that throughout the rest of the world either. Yeah. So I kind of think that you can do a lot right now. And if you get like LeBlanc, then you need an AD mid and Lee Sin's better. So um, there's a lot of different comps you can do nowadays rather than just playing like this team fight scaling. We have a range support scale stuff, Yeah. Um, which makes the game a lot more exciting. But I feel like drafts become a lot more telegraphed and... I'm also confused why everyone just gives over Kai'Sa. Maybe there's just a lot of OPs to ban away, but Kai'Sa just seems to be super OP, but everyone gets Kai'Sa on blue side no matter what, so I'm kind of like, what's going on? But yeah, the AD pool change as well. You know, Gale Force nerfs, Aphelios nerfs. It's like Zaya, Kai'Sa, and then what? Estriel, Ash? I think we're living in the best timeline, personally, yeah, for, so for patch right now, at least compared to 13.11. Like, maybe I'll hate this patch and by the end of next week, who knows? We'll have to find out. But in the meantime, I, I mean, in your first series, though, I will say, like, I wasn't ready for you guys to look as good against Mad as you did. Now, Mad did suck in some <laughs> ways. Um, you know, I, I kind of thought Mad was going to, like, come into form. But I think what really impressed me the most was that you guys diversified your style so much in such a short period of time. Because when you were making your run through regular season, we got very used to seeing most of your comps and wins look almost exactly the same. And it feels like you guys played just overall much better game. Peach obviously had a fantastic Lee Sin performance. You had a couple genius plays where you like blue carded this guy, uh, baiting him into a false sense of security so that he would then come and attack you and you got a kill. You had that Ari charm where you like flashed and tried to... What? Can we talk about the Ari charm? You flashed <laughs> over the wall two. into mid-tier two. You wait for like half a second and then you try. Are you just trying to bait the alt? Are you just like, are you just looking him in the eye and saying like fucking alt like believe that i'm gonna flash charm you okay it's awkward to admit this but i did not want to flash <laughs> <laughs> but then something was riding me and and no i guess i just misclicked actually turned out good though because i was hovering my e yeah to like look for a charm just over the wall and then my fl flash suddenly happened <laughs> and then i was like okay i'm in it i'm in it to win it so i i look for a charm it hits i die completely like for free yeah and then they still commit hard into us and they commit then, hard like, into you and my then... team does some crazy things like the three-man kick into like a rumble ult is like perfectly lined out and i'm like oh <laughs> the best part about this play it is, worked it was it, one it worked but literally like you do that play which at the time i'm convinced is not a misclick but it's like some crazy mental warfare strategy where you're just like trying to get force zaya to ult and then you're going to charm her afterwards. I'm convinced you're like way too lost in the sauce of like mental warfare in League of Legends. The three-man kick comes out, but there's no one nearby. So for the first half a second, we're like, it's the greatest kick of all time, but it doesn't. And then the rumble all comes. That was my favorite play of the split so far. Because that was just a hot. It's like, you know, you look at LPL and LCK and you're like, wow, how do they snowball games? It's like, oh, they have like really insane macro. They set up insane dragon fights. And you guys in that, in that first game, you were like... Yeah, we flash over walls by accident, but then we win and we ace them. And then we get a mid-tier two and it's like, damn, <laughs> the game's blown wide open. It's crazy how like the butterfly effect of a misclick can just make you win a game. Yeah. Because I feel like that fight won you the entire game, kind of. Well, I would say they they could have just taken the win, you know, after killing me. Yeah. 
and then they don't have to go anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But they still decided they're they like, wanted it. Again, yeah. I'm still giving it mental warfare. You baited them. They're like, this guy's griefing. They're all griefing. Wrong. <laughs> He's one step ahead. I think just every time you make a mistake, you should rebrand yourself as the big brain guy and be like, no, you guys just don't understand. I'm li- I'm on another level. Also, that series, why did I... Actually, maybe if I ask you this question, it's going to leak something. But yeah, you have thing, to be I'll careful. say it to you. You know what confused me about that what series? What confused you about that series? You know, we talk, we cast that series after game one. We were like, yeah. Rumble's a problem. Rumble is a problem. Game two, Rumble's not a problem. Yeah. Like, they don't weird. ban it. And then you get Rumble yeah. two games in a row. And I was like, what's going on? Because, uh, yeah, Rumble's... I feel like Rumble's Rumble so looked pretty strong. You do have one of... Uh, old man Odawamne over there, a good friend of us in the show, was very sad last playoffs when he couldn't play Rumble when Rumble was coming back. He's like, God damn it, it's finally my time. Now he's here. <laughs> Rumble's back again. Slightly adjusted, mostly reworked. Getting to play it. Yeah, I mean, Peach and Odo look fantastic. I feel like this series, you didn't get to do as much admittedly mostly because i remember those two specific plays uh the tf1 and the re1 more but i think in the series versus um other than game two okay i want to go back to that re play okay and i actually i feel like if i start with ult and i just jump poppy and we're all four there we're forcing a herald on tier two mid it would be great Mm. because like but that i make it like i was looking for something right i was looking to charm them they kind of it was good they don't know i'm there they don't know i'm there but, yeah. but if I just start to play on like one of them with ult and then I don't get poppy eat into the wall, mm. then I'm fine. sure it would be great to force them because they are like, we saw Rakan bot, we saw J-Spot, we saw that their top laner was also top. Mm. We have 4v2 mid, so forcing them is like, a, it's yeah. the best play. Yeah. But no, yeah, I I think the angle was good. I'm just memeing you because of the, the way that it played I think it's out. just like, it's just like <laughs> the angle was good, but it's just like the flash over the wall into waiting we thought like oh you're waiting for a charm angle but now you tell us it was like a misclick we're like ah, ah you were also kind of surprised that you flashed over roll for a second but well, i did want to fight but not like that <laughs> <laughs> that's how it goes but i thought that i also thought the sk series was i mean looked super confident outside of game two what you talked about in the post game interview you said like draft was just you guys were not feeling the draft and again it's tricky because pb's here but maybe you can go into more detail about like what you don't want to play Maybe I don't know. You can tell me if it's too tricky. Just tell me, and we'll we'll move on. Do you remember? No, your game I'll, two just, draft? I'll just say um, we we thought they're gonna do something. Okay, mm. I don't I don't remember exactly what happened, but we thought they're gonna ban one of our picks that would make the other pick stronger. So we were like, okay, let's ban this away, so then we can get this, and it's gonna be good. Mm. But then they kind of went with the same ban, and then we. We were thrown off um, mm. because, but honestly, I don't know. It was, it was my idea and then it somehow didn't work out. But mm. I mean, we, we did it as a team, right? And yeah. we kind of, we got lost in the sauce because uh, there were like three different picks and we kind of wanted to get the best um, on blue side, right? Yeah. Um, but then after that, we... We also misexecuted. We didn't really play well, um, but we also felt like we gave SK exactly what they wanted. They're like five of their favorite champs. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a roughie, but, you know. um, Balanced out by game three. We bounced right back. Like, our coaches got um, something prepared, what we knew was going to go really well for us in game three. Yeah, this LeBlanc pick that that you cooked up over there with static shift, that seemed very good. Mm-hmm. I don't know where your coaches got that one, but that seemed 
fire. <laughs> that was that was sick. No, no, I'm sure coach, I'm kidding. But you obviously had a fantastic game three, and I think overall it's like faith in Excel is slowly starting to grow more and more. Because I think right now, and BB, you can share your thoughts here. I feel like outside of G2, the entire league right now is so inconsistent, right? Like, I don't know who to bet on in 90% of series. Like, I, I don't see scrims, right? So I'm playing with much less information than either of you guys are. Um, but who's going to win any series? No idea at this point. I thought I had it figured out. I thought Fnatic was going to be SK. I thought Fnatic was reliable too. I thought Mad might be reliable. They're not. That one's less surprising. It's crazy. Mad Fnatic is the lower bracket. It's like whoever loses is out. Just expectation setting of like how best a series go. Yeah. How do you feel, BB, about the league? Um, I'm not sure. I think I think there's some teams where I'm like, oh, this team uh, was supposed to be good, which is Fnatic. It's the obvious case, right? I think that SK uh is is actually good i i was surprised when excel beat them actually i i thought that sk was going to win i think their team is is a team that is, it's it's a weird team because they were um the header was split where they were doing really great yeah then the next split they were doing really bad and now i feel like they're on the way of doing good again uh obviously excel beat them so i'm like oh maybe uh it's not the case anymore right but uh, i feel like those players uh, they progressively get better and better so maybe not, uh, like, I feel like they have these kind of players who are maybe not great now, but they could be very, like, good players in, in the future. Mm. And uh, it seems to be that they are working well together. So I don't even think, like, the next series play against, I guess, winner of Mad Fnatic, yeah, right? Yeah. And I think they could, like, if I look at them, if they play against Mad or Fnatic, I think they could win, mm. right? Um. If I had to give it to someone from the Mad Fnatic series, I would give it to Fnatic just because I think Mad is looking extremely shaky. I think they haven't won many games. Actually, I think they're on like a crazy losing streak. Yes. Yeah, I think like maybe five, six, seven now. Yeah, seven. Yeah. And so that's why I would give it to Fnatic. I think Fnatic was 7 2 in the regular season. They got two zeros. And now they're probably like really motivated because it's like the first really hard loss. Hmm. I also thought it was a bit weird that they choose SK was one of the teams that they lost to, and then they choose them in the in the you know <laughs> Wait, who, what, who, what, who do they have to choose from SK SK Matt SK Matt yeah 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 I think you could I can see an argument for both sides mm. again yeah, I think it depends like, on if you believe in the the mythical Mad bounce back that we see unreliably uh, yeah. and inconsistently on occasion wasn't on PGL Razork said we choose XL and he's <laughs> like you can't choose XL so, oh okay. <laughs> So he left and came back. Yeah, that was, <laughs> I was there. Um, but yeah, I think I think overall the league is a bit shaky. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I think the series uh, that we're about to play on Monday is going to decide whether like, oh, it's it's actually like G2 is just on top or there's like contenders, right? Like Because if Excel is, is there and like making it really, really hard for us, right? Um, then we can be like, oh, the, the league is starting to, you know, get better and better. Because we're we are we are getting to the end of yep. uh, this tournament, and then it's gonna be season finals and then worlds, right? So we want to be at our peak when we play against not only us but every single team, right? Because mm -hmm. we are sending four teams to worlds, and we don't want it to be that oh only one team is like good or like. Well, we obviously want uh, as many EU teams to be as good as possible because that also gives everybody else to be improving from that, right? Because yeah. I feel like you really learn from being challenged in the game. And the more teams that are there that are like uh, very creative in a way of like how to defeat you, um, 
then you get better by that. And I feel like that's that's the main difference between like I feel like LPL, LCK. There's like many good teams. Yeah, there is. Yeah, and for 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 us, for example, it's like for, it was Fnatic. Like we felt like Fnatic was like, oh, now we have a good rival, mm-hmm. but now they they fell off, and now we want someone else to be there, obviously, right? Like we we don't want to be like oh. We're just the best and, and stuff like that. We also want to be challenged and we want to challenge other teams still, right? Um, to also, you know, just get uh, everyone else better. Like, I feel like that that is com- what competition is about. And I feel like if teams use, like, for example, I feel like if teams use the strength that we have, they can get better from that just because I th- feel like we are above everyone else right now. So you're saying you should give them your strength on purpose so they get better so you play against better competition. What? Uh, <laughs> sure not really but you Bro, get the point how much anime have you been watching <laughs> just like did you just try to make super you just, saiyan you, you think league of legends can just spirit bomb it he just puts his hands up in the air and so well, like all nine teams just give them like 10 percent of their power and just go to worlds all right man. anyway sorry Karen. we're not allowed yeah. to do podcasts early anymore uh <laughs> yeah that's um, why i feel like like yeah. i feel like sk is, is doing that's like i feel like they are starting to be like oh like at least in scrims right i think in scrims they have been actually quite good yeah. like they have uh, like Excel is also a team that is like I feel like you you kind of get the vibe when when a team like gives up you know and I feel like Excel is a team for example or SK is a team that in scrims no matter what they will try to win the game yeah. right no matter how the game looks that's what I get from the outside perspective obviously yeah. I don't know right yeah I can't tell you're smiling a little bit I can't tell um, if it's because you agree I just, Abba I don't want to talk about that those scrims you know that you can talk about um, other scrims and <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's why I, I got, uh, like, Dylan also gave a comment that, oh, if you play against Excel, I feel like they always try to win, you know, and um, they, I don't want to name other teams that uh, are on the negative side. I don't want to put call them mm. out, right? But yeah. there's definitely some teams that are like, oh, this team just running it down. I feel like you won't have to call them out because Roman will do his end of split tweet of scrims and, like, you know, doesn't he do, like, who yeah, cancelled uh, and I stuff? but I have to and... say it has gotten so much better, you know? Like, I, th- I feel like teams have stopped cancelling. Yeah have stopped like like we we actually play a lot of games uh now because for, for us it was like oh we we don't play game based we play time based right so we play from a specific time to a specific time and how many games we can get in that specific time frame sometimes we go over it if it's like oh we can't squeeze one game in um that's how we want to do it and that's the, the whole like whiteboard thing is based on yeah. our philosophy of scrims yeah right because i feel like saying oh we're gonna play six games today okay one game was a 15-minute FF, so let's just play another one, right? Like, yeah. that's our philosophy, because I feel, I feel like it's not about, oh, we have to play six games and that's it. It's about getting as much practice as possible. And, like, sometimes the games are lost, right? So it's fine for teams to just FF and get a new game in. But then we don't like it if, if like, we play six games, all of them are 15-minute games, because it, it did happen before, right? Where you just stomp a whole game or you get stomped, right? You want to play more, and yeah. obviously it's 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 hard. It's challenging to be mm. the team that says, "Oh, let's play more," even though we get stomped. And I think this split, especially, there's many teams. So I have huge props to to everyone who who has been doing that. You know, I think that should be the 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 culture anyway of like you screaming. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I don't like it when teams were like because I was a part of that too. Was like, ah, oh, let's cancel last game like in in the past, but. Um, now that I'm on this team, obviously I'm winning a lot, so it's it's easy for me to say, oh, let's just play it out, right? Mm. But uh, I feel like I get the idea of what we are trying to do, 
as much as they stopped giving up, just a quick question, and like you get that extra game in, and let's say the series was just a stomp overall throughout the day, do you feel like that last game is still productive? Yeah, I mean, it, it really depends, right? Because a lot of the time, uh, teams are like, um, let's win the last game, right? Mm. Last game matters. A lot, only last, last game, game counts. matters. Culture is important, yeah. And that is that is something very, very good, uh, I think, because either you end the day on a high note, right? Or you get another game, <laughs> right? For for the other side, um, yeah. because we are usually on the, on the winning side, but sometimes it does happen uh, that we, we, we lose, uh, like a lot of games. Not like a lot, but... For us, a lot is like two, two, three games, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we still don't want to be like very, very down on ourselves. We we still discuss the game. And I feel like that should be like, it's hard to keep emotions 100% out of the way, I feel like. Mm. But I feel like that should be the goal of everyone, right? Yeah. You are going to be frustrated at times, but I feel like you should use that frustration to get better, right? That's what challenges are, are there yeah. for, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I'd love to hear more about kind of what's going on behind the scenes at Excel because we, we've heard from BB a lot about the G2 practice culture and you talked a little bit in your interview again after your series about how like you saw the potential of this team, you've been getting consistently better, but you were sort of, you were a little bit of like, as I understand it, a fly on the wall for first start of spring, kind of like watching this team as it was obviously super tough. Now you've come in in this split and it yep. started super tough and now you guys are doing fantastic. What has that transition been like behind the scenes to go from a team that's like because again at the start of summer it felt like another bad split and that like that has to be a shitty position to be in how did you guys like keep a solid mental and actually like progress and get better as a team throughout the split with the kind of this pressure hanging over the top of you well okay let's start from spring because yeah the fly on the wall but i did i was still was a sub for exo so yeah. i i had access to scrims and, and voice comps and stuff so i tuned in sometimes and uh, i looked like hey because i i haven't been part of a team now for two splits yeah and i wanted to still see like how do how does communication go and kind of how does the teamwork go but kind of felt like i was tuning in to a funeral because <laughs> the, you, you could just get the bad vibes through the through the comms right through the right through the comms yeah like you didn't even have to be there and so coming in within summer split I, I had like this mission of like hey like this we gotta improve the team environment or this is not gonna work yeah we we gotta vibe with each other we gotta have a mindset of just getting better like by one percent every day and then with the staff the coaches and our performance manager and everyone we we they have set up this culture to success and we've had peach come in we've helped him with his english and we've kind of grown into a great team with like a lot of bonding and we've made it our mission that we we don't just have to improve inside the game we have to improve our relations outside the game a lot um i wasn't part of it right but you could still feel there was some the tension tension mm, from, yeah um and yeah after week one of summer we like we got zero freed but we can't, we didn't really believe it mm. we, we didn't believe this was this was reality <laughs> so we we took it with a with a calm steady mind we we reviewed what happened and we were like yeah we weren't really being ourselves that we the kind of the selves that we've shown in scrims who we really are yeah. we kind of went on stage and we fumbled we were nervous we weren't really 
we just played horrible. Yeah. yeah. Like you can't you can't point that one person that didn't play bad uh that first week. Yeah. We we kind of we reviewed outcomes and we were like, hey, like we're just we're nervous. Like let's just calm down a bit. And then uh we also we had a really good kind of strat that we just hey like let's do one thing next week yeah we'll be good at it and we'll be calm and collected and mm -hmm. from there we kind of we got we collected the momentum we kept rolling and ever since that like it's just been growing going very well for us right yeah i mean it feels like you guys have been progressing very quickly um do you because again the transition from and i don't know how much happened in scrims but we had like we have this break week come in week four you go from uh, a team that feels like it plays mostly one style of composition to now you're like completely changing and i know some of that is the meta did it did it feel like you guys made a ton of progression in the week between regular season and group starting well it was just this whole new patch hmm. and we were like okay this old stuff it's it's fine but it's we got all this new stuff now that we can uh, you know uh, <laughs> we can we kind of looked at it and we we're like oh my support's favorite champions, my top laner's favorite champions, and then the others can just kind of uh, adapt. In. Yeah. So, I mean, we we really felt great for since week before week two of yeah. regular season. We were like, we saw all these changes with like Rumble, um, Yumi getting nerfed, yep. nerfed mm. into the gutter, the rel, the north. We were track, like, yeah. okay, let's make it past this regular season, <laughs> and then we. Then we like we pl we really have like a lot of things going for us. Yeah. So. Yeah. I I mean it's brought you guys both to an excellent point. Um, we're not. I think we'll talk a little bit about your guys' upcoming matchup against each other, but maybe just to get some nice trash talky sound bites or something. Just because I obviously it's hard. It when you can't like really say anything, right? Like, oh, we're gonna attack this player or blah blah blah. Um, but I would love to talk specifically about your guys' history a little bit because I I see you now both very far in your careers. Um. BB, every time you're on, you're like talking about like the philosophy of improvement and getting better. Uh, but you're Good talking mindset. about the importance of like this culture for Excel, which is great because when we had Odo on at the near the start of the year, it sounded like that culture really wasn't there. So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm happy to hear that progress. But I imagine if we had met you in during your TCL Royal Bandit days when you guys played together, that you might not have been able to so eloquently describe your philosophy, that you might not have even had a philosophy. I don't want to like criticized the culture behind the scenes for the royal bandits i don't really know what was going on but it was also like what 2017 2018 these era when it was a little bit more like wild west in esports uh, like yeah do you guys see how far you've come as like people like what were you like back then when you were playing how old were you back then actually um <clears throat> um i just hit 17 wow <laughs> i think abba you were 18 no there was, there was in Royal Bandits? In Ro Ro no, in Galatasaray. It was 2018. Galatasaray. 2018. Or Galatasaray before uh, that. There, there I just hit, like, my first, like, professional, like, TCL, right? Was yeah. when, uh, so our first split together was Galatasaray 2017 no, it was, it was spring, I think? Mysterious Monkeys. Yeah. Before. Like, our, our first... <laughs> run, like, us, run, run us through your whole history, then. Um, okay, so... Okay, <laughs> that's actually start, a funny story. Um, so basically, I started getting into the scene a bit, a little bit, and then... Um, Mysterious Monkeys hit me up and I had a team of like some people and Abba was part of it. And I was a like a Riven one trick still, right? Like I was mainly playing Riven. And then I, I looked at him. He was uh, back then, like I was the only challenger. It was like 500 LP challenger back in, back in the day. And Abba was like, 
playing only Victor. And he was like master tier, 300 points, something like that. And then at some point I went to my manager and I said, I don't want to play with the, with this guy. He's only playing Victor. And he was saying, I don't want to play with his Rivermont trick. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we started getting a liking of each other, right? We started playing more. Uh, then we started playing um, in Mysterious Monkeys, uh, went to Gamescom, yeah. got second there, I think. Or third? Uh, I mean, we we kind of got we kind of got shit on in like <laughs> yeah, the fir- we got shit on. Uh, the quarterfinals or semifinals. I think it was semifinals. Yeah, and that was Games like gone. Yeah, that was like our first. I think that was my first. Like, oh, I have to go somewhere and play. Back then, I was sixteen. I think. Yeah, we were very young. And um, good times in Cologne, Gamescom. Yeah, then that's that's where we both went to. Uh, Turkey qualification match mm. for Bayviktus Esports. It was called back in the day. Um, we we qualified to 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 the to TCL, mm-hmm. but back then we were we we're not like hundred percent part of the team. It was like kind of a, a, like a loan, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we were loaned to the to uh, the Turkish yeah. team. And then and then the next split, we started playing for the team that took over that team basically, which was Galatasaray um, Esports. Mm-hmm. Uh, that split was. Not the best split I've ever had in my life. We we relegated. <laughs> relegated. Oh no! I think the only win that team had was when I was not playing because I was banned. <laughs> if you remember, <laughs> I was banned. Oh, do you want to quite? Do you want to? Okay, I was banned for for two games because I was playing. Um, like you know, in Turkey football, there's yeah. like some rivalry between like some teams. Yeah. And obviously, there's some 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 like music they published. Mm. And there's some swear words and stuff mm. towards yeah. the team. And I mm. played it on stream. Back then, like, my Turkish was very, very bad. And I was, like, very shy. Very, very shy person, actually. And then the, the whole chat was spamming, like, oh, play this, play this music. And I played it. And I was a little kid giggling in my chair. And then my manager comes in, like, stop it, stop it. And then a <laughs> couple of hours later, I was like, oh, you're bad. Oh my god! Two Uh-oh. two games banned. Yeah, oh, I was no. banned two games, and that two games they won. That was the only win. That was best of two back in the day. Yeah. So yeah. you played either one one or win or like either yeah. draw or win or lose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we we didn't win with me. Um, but you must felt like terrible. You were like, oh my god. I'm I mean, it was like we're kind of doomed anyway. <laughs> but and like the last two matches. BB was playing jungle. Yeah, I was just in Italy. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I was playing. Okay, yeah. I see this TCL 2017 winter. Gout two, four, and eight in the round robin. So presumably two wins, four ties, eight losses. Um, Why did you play jungle? But there's like 20 people listed on this lineup. Yeah, it's like you, the... Smoke, Crimson, Kanani, Nero, A Daniel, Decagon, Moon, Ava, the only <laughs> mid laner, and then you have a, a killer S Medagger and Noxiac. Noxiac, bro, that's like a wild roster. Yeah, it was wild. It was the wild first like team I I've been on, like the professional team, right? Yeah, it was a very wild uh, uh, split. Um, we went for through four weeks of just roster swaps every single week. Yeah, I mean, just a new jungler coming in. Be- before in Turkey, when things didn't go well, you would just like swapped out yeah I remember uh, which I, I don't i don't i don't i don't believe in that kind of yeah thing right i think you need some time to you know improve yeah um but back in the day it was very very common in, in turkey and we we're losing so 
things got changed. We kept on losing, so things got changed again. And at some point, I was like, okay, just put me jungle. Just <laughs> and I was playing Nidalee with like the hex deck, you know, the the ice item. Wait, oh the, yeah, the the gold, the the no the super the soaker. GLP five hundred yeah, whatever GLP yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, and I, I'm pretty sure that was the wrong build at the time anyway. <laughs> um, I think I did the exact same thing in HUK. We lost like the first two weeks, and I was mid in LEC. <laughs> I said, just put me jungle yeah. for a weekend, like maybe it fixes. Yeah, things. exactly, and uh, it didn't fix. We lost. Yeah, uh, never played jungle again. Uh, but yeah, uh, we, and then it's like the 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 crazy thing between me and Abe is. We never played more than a split together, but we played together like so many times. I think it was like, this is the, was it third or fourth time? I think we played together in Galstrai. It was Mysteries Monkeys, Vevictus, and in Schalke. And it was all like, just like three and, months period. Yeah. But um, what I have to say though, like the, the team environment always, when we were together, was very good. Like it was very like, like a... Um, it didn't feel more like a oh we are in a, like a professional sports mm -hmm. team kind of thing. It was more like oh we're very very close with each other, right? So I, I can call Abe one of my closest friends, uh, not only in esports, right? Uh, we have had a very very long history together, right? So obviously we we know each other since very young age, and you grew up together, kind of exactly, yeah, and with each other and against each other. We, I mean, we didn't play much against each other because when I was in NA, he was in EU, and when and I was vice versa, exactly yeah. like um, the last week um, when we played them on in, in regular season was like the first time we played against each other, like really, like ever, I think, yeah, actually, oh my god, wow, like wow, before, we suck, we should have figured so that out. Together, That's our bad. That should have been a bigger other. story. Yeah, and uh, we always dodge each, each other. So uh, that I got the first win. Uh, it, you know, but your, your guys' <laughs> draft that, that game, I remember it. Oof, you were playing like Nautilus into like Trundle Brahma. I was like, oof. yeah. And we, we like, we insta rotated the Nocturne into LeBlanc. And yeah. That was a tough one. Just like very early on in the draft. And yeah. Like, oh, then yeah, they, they kind of just picked stuff that if they right click sucks, they just win. <laughs> so <laughs> lucky. Yeah. Lucky. I also had Olaf into like, the craziest comp ever. Yeah. Like, yeah. Nautilus, Santa, Nico, and Nocturne. Yeah. It's funny how things work out that your relationship starts with you both shit talking each other behind their backs to your coach. As about, 16 year olds. Yeah. As 16 year old <laughs> one yeah. tricks of like, t uh, okay. So, one, I really understand Riven one trick, mostly because I see a lot of them. How are you a Victor one trick? That was the old Victor as well, where you had to get like a thousand, a hundred stacks or something to upgrade. Wait, was this? No, this was... No, this, he was no, actually... He had the item. He had the item back oh, no, then. Yeah, you had the to item. pay a thousand gold yeah. to upgrade the item. Yeah, it was season five or season six, if yeah. I remember correctly. Season five. Why did you pick Victor? I just had a curiosity. It's totally unrelated to everything else now, but like, why were you a Victor one trick? So, I was either playing Graves ADC was still the old one or victor mid and then yeah. i i felt like i should make a choice between just playing only mid or only bot like yeah. maining one role so mm. i went mid and victor was my favorite champ i'm pretty sure i wasn't the one trick like i also <laughs> i did play other champs except uh i'm not well i wasn't the one trick like someone else on the table <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but yeah victor was like my my highest mastery points by far yeah yeah so it might have looked like I was just very comfortable. Like I would lock it in in solo queue whenever I could, cause I don't know. I'm just vibing. Like, <laughs> yeah, just, just vibing. 
does farming and I'll be strong. But yeah, no, it's crazy. Upgrade the e it, it's also like it's also like not only were they sixteen year old one tricks like flaming each other, but they also were like bottom of the barrel. Like you were losing in TCL, and now you're like top two in the LEC. Like what a glow even, up through even the years. Then, even like the incremental glow up over time, because first you were losing in the TCL, you guys come back together in the future on Royal Bandits, and you were admittedly you were second twice on that roster, and when you finally joined for that single split again, because. You're never allowed to play for more than one split together. We've learned. It's a rule of the universe. <laughs> it's um, a, second. It's uh, weird. But you guys dominated regular season. Clearly good. Then you went to North America. Did good. Came back for Schalke. Then you went to North America. Did, it's crazy <laughs> how intertwined your guys' stories are. But you like, came back together in, in EU and then he left you. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, after, after, after TSM, I did not have the greatest offers ever. So I was like, okay, Schalke is interesting. Because I was like, oh, I get the chance to play with Abba again, right? And we both probably improved quite a lot since the last time. I go there. We had a really crazy start of the split. We were tied first place with G2, 5-2 into, I think we lost seven games or something. Like we No, it was 5-2 into 5-9 into 9-9. Nine, nine. Uh, <laughs> what a roller coaster. Yeah, that was a roller coaster. And I, I know like the we had to win every single game. And... I think that roster we got fourth place, and I was like, okay, yeah. if we get if we get one more split, we can actually get a lot better, right? Because mm. I feel like we had really really big slump. I mean, we started this split off well, right? And um, I don't know, I don't actually remember what what happened, like what made us lose so many games in a row. Yeah, because I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. I forgot. But then the sad reality was, you woke up one summer's day and you were like. They were like, "Bibi, Abbe is gone. We yeah. sold him. I mean, actually, um, what I really respected from Abbe was like he told me first yeah. before anyone else, which showcases our true friendship. Mm. Um, uh, and yeah, when I heard the news, I was not sad. Like I was sad that we that I don't get to play with him, but I was happy for him, right? Obviously, because I thought that was a big challenge. And I think in esports, you have to be a bit uh prioritizing yourself and your mm. self-improvement your self-growth because at the end of the day um obviously your team matters but in the end what you do what you achieve is obviously more important right and for him i think it was a great decision mm. obviously it it, it uh, messed up some things in Schalke, and it did uh <laughs> it did uh, <laughs> leave a mark for 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 me that's bit right obviously 10th place uh, not it's not because Abel left that we got tenth place, obviously, right? But it definitely think, made things harder, harder than yeah. it had to be. Yeah. Because I thought we are on a on a good way, but uh, he went to NA, won the split. He went there, which I couldn't do. I got second place. The split I went there. Yeah, but you got unlucky, didn't you? Uh, we got really unlucky, guys. Uh, Team Liquid. Ooh. It was. I, I I thought that series was. I played so so goaded. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, overall, I was I was happy for for Abel, obviously. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting how you both, your careers are are so comparable in how many times you guys have come together and also for like their little moments of redemption where like you you leave, you didn't have as many offers, you got on shock, you look pretty good, eventually you get your shot on G2, bam, like huge, I think, redemption arc in your career in terms of level of performance, like reminding people that you're so good and up and it feels like you're going through something similar because obviously your start in NA was fantastic, but by the end there, you ending up teamless, you're kind of your second on Excel. I didn't know when we were going to get to see like the top end of your potential or when we were going to get to see you play on stage again. And now here you are on Excel playing against G2 to decide who's 100% guaranteed a minimum top two in the league right now. 
And it's wild how you guys have both gone to NA, found some success, come back, and then had to grind your way back up to get to the top. And yet here you both still stand. It's, like, it's just really cool. To <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Um, I also think people going to NA, it's rare they come back. You know? It's rare they come back and they come back better or it can show us more. Yeah. And I think that like that seems to be the trajectory that you're both on and certainly the trajectory you've been on and the one that you're on currently, it seems, is Excel just continue to rise. And it's it's cool. I think it's a testament to you both and your ability to just tenacity, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. Mm. I don't know. But also perseverance. Yeah. yeah. I just I see so many. Mm, let's see connections between when when i was doing good or when we were on the team yeah. the, the whole environment was just like lighting up like it was great like everyone <laughs> enjoyed being there actually like you just enjoy being there like that's the most important thing in the in the end and then when it, when we go through or like when i go through slumps yeah. i see like yeah like people don't really want to work with each other like yeah. it just feels um like people don't want to be there they don't want to be in that room and scrim together and play together and be together and um yeah like when when we were together on past teams like we may we will make everyone giggle (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean that's true if you're not giggling you're out (laughs) so (laughs) laugh or leave i like it so we just we always kind of ended up building this great environment and just being friends out of outside of the game was like kind of the most important theme for us yeah that we it, but it came natural like we didn't think about hey this has to be this is important <laughs> like it just yeah it just happened you know like you can describe it now probably more eloquently than it actually happened i assume a lot in those early rosters where you guys just got along if i was good you were quick friends yeah. it sounds like it just it just happened very naturally now you could look back because you're both professionals and you've been around for a while yeah we established a strong team like guys we're just chilling it sounded like, like the vibes were just good i think we we also have like very similar humor that that, that helped <laughs> with uh, when like whenever we saw something like funny or there was something happening in a room we we usually like either made fun of it like throughout like the like weeks uh, I, like I don't really remember right but like we we have very similar humor we laugh at the same things and then it's like it's like contagious you know like yeah, when yeah. someone is happy in the room usually you get happy right and it's the same. Like I feel like that's the same when when things are getting really bad. So, and it's also in the past days where there was less professionalism, right? There's less people who took care of like the, the important things, right? Uh, obviously, um, so it was very very lucky that we we had the chance of like building that good environment without mm-hmm. noticing, right? Because mm-hmm. back then we we're still very young. We were not aware of like oh this is important, right? Being yeah. happy is important in in, in a team. Like being uh open with each other right like we i think we may may have done a lot or like maybe too much even like outside of the game like we went out quite a bit um <laughs> in turkey like, uh, like scrims like, are over let's like yeah. go to this cafe you know yeah we would always go uh and um like uh, we have we uh, like right now the manager that uh, uh abe is working with mert um yeah. We were working, like, every time I was working with Abu, I was also working with Mert. And he's a very, very dear friend of mine as well, and him. And uh, he yeah, was yeah, also... Like kind of like a trio. Yeah. He was also He very... was always there, except in the Serious Monkeys. <laughs> exactly, yeah. He, just, he was just there in every team? Yeah. Which is kind <laughs> of funny, because he's also very similar. Like, it's kind of like a trio, you know? And uh, I know him the, uh, the same amount of time I know Abu. I know Abu, like, maybe three months longer yeah. than that. Uh, and 
he just completely fit the vibe as well and added into it in every single team we've been on together, which which made it super easy to be yeah like in a good yeah. environment. You yeah. Know? yeah, and it's kind of like you guys just stumbled on something special, and I think that like people are starting to appreciate more and more how much that dynamic is important in esports teams and trying to kind of replicate it artificially with more yeah. structure, right? Um, but it's cool that you kept it even when at the start of your careers you weren't winning. Because for so many teams, it's like, that are like band of brothers, super team. It's like the thing that kept a lot of those friendships together is just winning. It's just like being really good. And Mm -hmm. despite having struggles, you guys still seem like have good humor. Maybe went out a few too many times to the cafe. Sure. (laughs) Uh, After scrims. I think that was just esports in that era, to be Mm -hmm. honest. Um, But it's cool that it it continued through. It's it's really cool. Um, because you'll cherish that for the rest of your life, won't you? you know, yeah, it's like, like you'll you'll look back in twenty years and look back at your teens and early twenties. You'll be like, "Yeah, Damn, for sure, I mean, you should sure. the vibe." Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Um, shifting our attention back to the league now and where we're at, you guys are playing each other. But as cool as that matchup is, it's hard for you guys to talk about it in any really in depth way. I think without giving anything up. So I just want we'll just we'll get predictions at the end or whatever. You're now kings sitting atop the league, though, and we can talk about the rest of the peasants. So this is what I want to do. I want to go through some of the matchups, talk about some of it. We already highlighted a little bit the Mad Fanatic side, but just to get both your thoughts on some of the other matchups that are coming through. Abba, I'd love to get your thoughts on Koi versus Heretics. This is the other group, so obviously you haven't had as much time to play these things. Is there anything that like really stood out to you this past weekend when you think about these two teams? And thoughts on maybe who's just going to take this? Who's going to be able to make it out from this group between Koi, Heretics, BDS? Ooh, who's going to show up on the weekend of the finals? Because you guys so are both my there. Feeling, my feeling says it's it's very even actually with Heretics and Koi. I think they've both Heretics kind of they they are both weird teams to me because <laughs> I, I think Koi has some strong players in, yeah. in Larsen and Marang has his he's sometimes sometimes good, sometimes he's a bit weird. Yeah. But they even they managed to get a lead with G2 and then they still threw, which was surprising to me that they in the first place they get this big lead mm. and then they completely throw it so if they can kind of perform strong like that i think they have a good shot versus heretics and yep. heretics i feel like they're dependent on getting a good draft kind of like something that they they like to put video on something that he just takes over gets like he get he becomes fanos <laughs> with uh, yep. A lot of farm and gets <laughs> a lot of skills, and then you know he does well. Yeah, um, that Kaisa if game. they don't get that, then it might be hard for heretics. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a bit tricky. I think uh, obviously this past, and especially the series against BDS, um, like Evie just had a really bad day, and I think that that cost a lot. And I think while there were some good moments, especially the first game from VTO where he just got a million CS, got a very strong pick in the meta, did kind of the Thanos thing where he took over, like you're talking about. Um, the next two games, credit to Nuke. Nuke really showed up, and I think like actually showed he could play Jace and could shut that down. And I don't know, it's hard for me to gauge where Team Heretics are. I hope Evie can have better performances here because I don't. Th- I'm sure he wasn't happy with that one either. But Koi is Koi is the one, I guess. Koi, Koi and BDS feel like the safest bets of the three. Yeah. Of me. I don't know how you're feeling, Mark. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't know. Heretics look like the weakest also heretics was cooking a lot you know they were playing like the kaisa mid but then they also played just mid with like seraphine ad carry so 
I mean, uh, the Zig spot Flacket, you know, from the G2 yeah. days, he's still got his like, yeah, set of yeah, you were there going. for that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was, I was happy when he pulled that out. I think he's very, very good at Seraphine. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, Seraphine is an easy champ, but I, like, he's actually very good at it. Uh, I, I was not sold on the Zigs. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think Heretics is, is a team that is obviously a bit draft dependent, I feel like. They mm-hmm. don't always play good no matter what. Um, I think, uh, I feel like if, if Mid and AD are playing well, Usually they're winning. Like, I think they're actually a decent team. I think they're to be respected, right? I think, um, yeah, I think I would give it actually Heretics over Koi, I think. Okay. What's wrong? What's going on with Koi? Because Koi, yeah. like Ava highlighted, I was kind of caught off guard when Koi got that fad lead against you guys early game. I was more caught off guard than when you won that game anyway. Yeah. I mean, obviously, um, I feel like the lead looked a lot bigger than it, it actually was because... Mm. They were putting a lot of attention to top lane, right? And I was playing... Yeah, how, a, how did it feel being camped literally every single game this weekend? Uh, yeah, I mean, it didn't feel great. <laughs> Isn't I, it I, like I, a compliment? They're like, we got to shut him down. It's, it's kind of <laughs> like a, a compliment. You know, when I, you know, I checked my, my stats, pre like the laning stats, and they were atrocious. They were like minus 20 CS. Um, like everything red. But you I know was my like, numbers, but not my story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I know. Like I, I think over the years I got really resilient with, with things like that. Like before, I would get like, ah, oh, shit. Like he's top. Oh, I'm just gonna. Yeah. I'm just gonna flip the game, you know. And like, uh, because I'm, I'm so confident in my team that they can pull something off. Like if I get camped, obviously either I, I expect it to be matched or that we get something on the other side, right? Yeah. Because in a team, it's like if you get camped. Like obviously there's some some moments where you die and it's it's bad to die in that moment because your jungle is either in base or or whatever. But there is times like I feel like T1 was some a team that was really really insane at this. That last year at MSI when you gank top, they would just die you bot no matter what, mm. right? And I feel like we have a very same um, philosophy on that. Or, or like uh, when my when my when Yike is like on the map and I play aggressive and I die, I can play I can say confidently that enemy bot lane was gonna suffer, right? Mm. And I mean that is something that is just oh, very it down. Like, yeah, yeah, write it down, write it down, write it down. Uh, it is very obvious, right, that it happens because I mean everybody knows cross map plays, right? Uh, yeah. It's nothing, nothing new. Maybe it's I'm, new for Excel, right? If, if, if uh, anyone watching I did not see Excel do that yet, but uh, um, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, get, if, I can tell you're getting worried about getting backlash from like the fans thinking you're leaking G two strats. No, so you're like, just like covering your like, base. Just cross maps. <laughs> It's it's it, I I can play with a lot of confidence because I know my team is there to punish the enemy yeah. when to get something if you're if you know, you're gonna you know, get something up they'll like get something back when 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 someone does something bad to you and then your boys come back come you up. and then yeah. they beat up the kids you know yeah, yeah. I feel like those kind of stories the and boys are always like if you time. hit me Good, uh, yeah, my exactly. older brothers Hansama and Mickey are exactly, gonna show yeah. up <laughs> like my 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 big bros they're they're behind me you know when 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 I get ganked so. Like either Yike is there or he's bot. Yeah. When I get ganked. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because like maybe you didn't expect it in the series. Because like you played a lot of Jackson's set, right? And I'm looking at your numbers now uh, for yeah. like the playoffs. You're it's it's, it's like crazy, minus man. thirty Wait, CS on average at fifteen, and it's like, did you ever think after like the first two games, it's like the only reason they're coming top is because I'm playing a carry and I won't play a tank even though I'm the weak side. It's I mean, like the thing playing is, the carry like, is what's making them come top. I mean, I feel like um, no, it's just Marwan specific. Like I think no other player is playing like that. Hmm. And Malrang, uh, we I played with him before, uh, and I cannot recall that he was playing this kind of style, right? And before Malrang was not 
putting a lot of attention on top lane usually. Like usually when he would be like really crazy, really not farming. Like if you remember last year, he was mm, not yep. farming any camp, ganking. He would not gank top usually. And now, now this is the first time I experienced that, right? And mm. I'm gonna fear that for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, usually he would gank mid a lot or bot a lot. Yeah, I remember those. Like dodge every ward. Yeah. With Jarvan EQ over walls. Um, but now this is the third game in a row I play against Marong. He's camping top. So. I hope he keeps on coming top because apparently it's not working, right? Um, yeah, well, your top lane percentage coming into your second series opponent jungle percentage was like 18%. And it's like seven seconds per percentage point. So he was top two minutes of every one of your lane yeah. phases. A game just takes like, like 20 seconds. That's like that's like on average 10 games a game. It's pro slow at this point. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I did count how many times he was top. Like in my lane, it was 11 times in two games. <laughs> I didn't I didn't count the times where he was like hovering top or like doing the herald like yeah, actually yeah. in my lane. Yeah. Um but uh, I take it as a compliment, right? Uh first time this yeah. happened. I was like after the series I was like to my team, I've never experienced a game like this in my life. Like all, out of all, like I pr probably play like around like 4 or 500 games. <laughs> never like this. Were your teammates like looking at your stats or like saying like laughing at you or they're like no, you know what like, BB, was, you tanked was, that like a champ. I was saying guys Look at my stats. That's crazy. I've never had this. Yeah. Like, like this bad, yeah. you know? Yeah. And yeah, it's just crazy. Like, uh, like, I don't mind because I feel like that's like, <laughs> that's very normal to be there when, <laughs> when you get like super camped. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think the most important part is still to like have impact, right? Play yeah. the game. And if I feel like I did in, in especially sure. that series mm. because I also feel like, uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I can't, can't say much, right? <laughs> but uh but he feels like when he plays Jax, he can still stun three people, build Divine Sunderer, and be relevant in the late game. Yeah. 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 I mean... No. That's just Jax, Jax is, to you, right? Yeah. How about um, Jax this week? Jax is weak? <laughs> Jax. I think pro players say that a lot. It's like when I hear a pro player say, oh, that champ is weak, I can't tell if they're acting it's weak or they're like, it's so OP that they're like, yeah, it's weak. <laughs> Mickey says that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> He says it's weak when it's broken, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, Mickey. That said, predictions from both of you. Who is actually making it out of this group? Koi, Team Heretics, BDS. Who do you actually think is going to join for some part of the lower bracket? I think it's BDS. I think they're going to beat whoever wins the first match. Yeah. They just seem like the most composed team. They have strengths going for them in every lane, kind of. They, yep. they can play around it. Mm. yeah i'm inclined to agree I, I you know i think that like bds have looked of, of these teams i feel like they are the most reliable i think there's a world where they can lose and we could see a team heretics or a koi in top four but i think if like you wanted to bet on a team right now that wasn't one of your two teams to be consistent to show up i think bds is probably the team that you yeah. bet on okay i would i would say uh like out of both groups right uh no out of out of so out of this group so oh, the, yeah. the bottom then, line then, then groups, i agree so. i think bds looks the the most like if you give them ten games, they would probably win the most yeah. out of those ten games. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I would also go with BDS. The Adam effect. But we, but it sounds like you have a different opinion on who the most consistent team is on the the top line. Now I know that before groups started, you probably would have said Fnatic, like most of us mm -hmm. would have. Is it SK now? You've been talking. You've been yeah. singing a lot of praise for SK recently. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think I think uh, if Fnatic bounces back, I think they will win very very hard, like mm -hmm. very like big stomps. Yeah. But I don't know if they come back, right? That's the thing. I think right now, SK is probably going to win. 
if I have to say like from previous performances, because again, like I think, I feel like they have found their footing kind of like yeah. SK. Like I feel like they're playing a lot of gems they want. They're playing well, those gems as well. Um, I think their players stepped up from last splits. Like I can see, oh, like for example, at least from from my point of view, if I play against Irrelevant, I'm like, oh, he was he's definitely better than he was yeah. when I first played against him and um, like the previous splits. So props to him as well, right? I think that it's a team that is starting to get better and better. And that's also a team uh, in scrims. Uh, they are always willing to play more. They're always willing to like get better, right? Like you can mm. feel it. Yeah, they're hungry. Exactly, hungry. I feel like that's that's the good word. They're like really motivated. I feel like to to show up. Um, but I think if Fnatic gets their footing back and like find the way to the meta, because I think they were really behind, or at least they couldn't play the meta champs well, they will probably win. But other than that, SK. Yeah, but it feels like a two horse race at this point. Ab, are you inclined to agree? You're just looking at Fnatic and and SK mostly to make it through. I mean, honestly. Kind of believe, I believe it's gonna be SK or Mad Lions. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just like a, it's the feeling. It's just a feeling. Mm-hmm. You just believe in the Mad bounce back, I assume, or do you just believe Fnatic are just absolutely done so? So I was quite impressed by SK in the series with yeah. Fnatic. I feel like they just forced well on their power spikes. They like instantly punished Fnatic when they uh, when Nash spawned the twenty. They just they have their tools and they'll start it and they'll keep your jungler out and. Yeah, you can just make a mistake, like showing bot without TP when Nash is up against yeah. them. And they, they've played quite solid. Um, uh, I kind of believe in the mad bounce back. Um, I know, they were, they won last split. Yeah. Um, versus us, they weren't impressive at all. But I still have like a, a, spi- a spider sense that <laughs> they might be bouncing back. To be fair, it's the same spider sense that led us to predict them beating you. So I don't know where to be with Mad. I'll be yeah. honest with you, man. I, it's really hard to say. Like we even we had him on the podcast last week, and we're like, "How do you know you're improving? What's your process?" And they said a lot of things. They were just like, "We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out." Yep. And it's like, I, I guess I should trust you because you've won and you won last split. But also, what? What? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, it feels much less uh, tangible or concrete. Like the thing is, if they win first round, they'll get some momentum. They'll yep. get some confidence back. And that might ride them through the... Through yeah. They might I mean, ride we, the wave yeah. and beat We SK. know their ceiling is is pretty high when they're playing well together. I just... Yeah, it's so hard to yeah, know. I also bro- thought if anyone's going to benefit from this melee sport meta, it would be Hilly, right? And uh, if anyone's going to like lose out on it, it's probably going to be Trimby. So yeah. I expected this to be like a much better patch for them, but I don't know. Uh, one week haven't. one week can change a lot. I think that is the most interesting matchup, though, is Fnatic versus Mad Lions. Because... Yeah. The rest, you know, we'll see what happens. Obviously, high stakes, but this is elimination. If Mag get eliminated, they're still in season finals. If Fnatic get eliminated, that's crazy. Because again, BB, you talked about them as the team. To like, you were like, okay, maybe this is another consistent team that could be a strong shower, a, a strong representative for Europe as we look forward to like Worlds, international competition. And it's crazy to think about how quickly that can change in this format. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The last matchup, though. Or wait, who are you? Are you so you're predicting Mad or SK to get through? Do you want to? Yeah. Do you want to lock in one of one or the other? I think so. Since I think Mad will win, they'll get some momentum, some confidence, and then they do and SK. you know they they still have strong players. Like I don't see why they would not beat SK in that case. Mm. But I think I also respect SK. So 
but you want me to give one answer right so I'll i mean say, it's, if as long as if you feel like that concrete in it i think it's okay because we still bb still basically said it's fanatic or sk depending on if fanatic show up or not so i can't yeah Madison, i mean i can too. still lock in an answer who are you gonna, who would you lock in fanatic? i would lock in fanatic dang locked loaded. fanatic locked okay i'll i'll lock in sk Boom. More, you, faith, in in more faith in what you've actually seen from SK than in the Mad Lion Spidey Sense, which I think is, is fair. <laughs> <laughs> the Mad Lion Spidey Sense has led me wrong many My Spidey times. Sense says Koi. What? Yeah. Why does your Spidey Sense say Koi? I don't know. Lock it in. <laughs> I'm saying BDS for the other group. I think that's what everyone else said too, I'll right? Say, I'll say Phonetic Koi. Lock it in. Wait, what did you say for the other group? BB, I'm sorry. I'm I all mean, I'm, I'm going to lock in Heretics. Oh, yeah? I will lock in Heretics. Wait, that's good then, because we've got an even spread. So one of us will be right. So the Euphoria podcast never fails again. It never fails again. Yeah. All right, last thing. The final matchup on Monday, our first best the of five. The elephant in the room. <laughs> the elephant in the room. G2 versus XL. Should we just give them one-liners each? Do you guys, uh, I assume you're both going to predict your own team. That feels like a pretty easy bet, so I won't ask. So yeah, is there any spicy, is there any trash talk? Any sick one-liners? We don't really have the production value right now to make like an LCK trash talk vid, but... Is there any like <laughs> any spice you guys want to give us before this matchup? You're just looking at it. You're like, you've got this big ass grin well, on I'm your face. I'm waiting for him to go first. You can go first. Yeah, behind <laughs> the scenes, we've been we've been building some mental edge. Mm -hmm. That's the, the mm -hmm. these are the rumors on the streets. I think they shouldn't underestimate us. Uh, mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. we are still the underdog, I believe. Mm -hmm. Just from the performances we've showed on LEC, but I think we'll hit them something with that they won't expect. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. Hit them with something they don't expect. Yeah. Do you want to call anybody shit real fast? Anybody <laughs> call anybody trash? Because you gave a very disciplined, respectful answer, yep, and that is your right as a pro player. I respect that, especially because people, you know, you've got a bunch of parasocial Andes out there. They're going to feel like they have to stand up for BB if you say anything mean. Very cringe, but people do it anyway. Do you want it? Do you want any more? Do you need any extra spice? You don't have to. No, I'm no meanie today. Okay. He doesn't stoop. He doesn't stoop to those lows. That's the vibe, BB. What's All the right. what's the response uh, here? I'll be I'll be respectful. Um, so I'm gonna ask you to please pick TF, um, <laughs> against us. Um, yeah. I mean, I hope XL shows up. Uh, or they're gonna have to go home very quick, right? Yep. Uh. I mean, it's I, I like I feel like it's it's not cocky for me to say that it's it's like we're we're the uh, the, the top dogs. Mm. Oh yeah, okay. I like that word. Um, the top dogs. Mm. But yeah, I, I, we we definitely will go into the match thinking they are the best team in the world, right? That's that's our how we gonna yeah, philosophy. Yeah. How we gonna play? How we want to play? So yeah. no matter who our opponent is, we are gonna. Try to beat them as hard as possible. Mm. All right. Scoreline? <coughs> Three zero. This is. A, I knew he was going to say that. Do you know why? Because the one thing I want to reference was the World Finals last year, where in the press conference, all five T1 players said 3-0, <laughs> then they lost. And that <laughs> always gets clipped. I think... It's epic. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think um, if they prepare something very well, they yeah. like. I think it's always... You can always drop a game, I feel like, in Bessos. Yeah. Um, uh, but at least from past experiences playing against XL, I, I can I can say we three zero or three one. I think 
obviously they have what are you, what are you doing Abba? i mean i'm like i'm care. you're three zero probably i get it you're you guys are favorites you're being All respectful right. are you a third three two a three one of your team i'm listening but i'm a i would say three two three two five games mm. respectful Although I appreciate sure how respectful, respectful you are, BB. But. He gave you no, two games. Uh, I am respectful because I, I want to be respectful. Yeah. I, I obviously respect Abba. Like, uh, yeah. n- not only Abba, but they have they have good players, right? I play with Limit. I play with Abba. Played against Odo a lot. Uh, and those are uh, really good players, right? And Peach has been showing up. Playing against Mert. Playing against Mert. I know if I... Like, the thing is, if I lose, he's going to tweet some shit. <laughs> and I don't want to see that. <laughs> so that's extra motivation for me, right? Um... <laughs> So yeah, I mean, it's definitely not going to be like we we are not to underestimate our opponents. Yeah. And the thing you have to understand, BB, is that you're already lost season finals, but and plans for Tuesdays in general. That's the off day. My boy Abba here. Not only is he fighting for season finals, he's fighting for the right to hang out with his best friend. Yeah, so he's you, fighting for the right. No, no, no. To because if he loses, he still has. If a, he wins, he's t- he's top top two guaranteed. Yeah. So that means I think Excelor in, which means so he'll and, stay for an extra. Beating you is truly and the greatest act out. of love and friendship. And Vitality's out. Actually, yeah. If you lose, out. Vitality's out. That is true. But do you want to hang out in the break? Oh no. <laughs> just just <laughs> let me know next Monday. <laughs> Wait, we're gonna we're gonna hang out no matter what. Because he said, "Tweet it, bro." He, no, he said, "Send the picture." He's gonna stay for a Post week. Post it, you know. And uh, I think the top, like top three matches on Saturday, no. Top 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 two matches on Monday, I think. What do you mean? What are you talking about? The XL, match? Your match on Monday. No, like uh, if if he goes to lower bracket. If he goes to lower bracket, fourth, third winner versus second, he would play yeah, on. Yeah, but he will still Saturday. stay. Yeah. Like, He'll stay on the, the top three week. He'll be there for next week. Yeah. Exactly. So no matter what. But if I he wins, to... he'll be there for August as well. That is true. Because of the season finals, he would have qualified. So he'd be there for an extra five or six weeks. That is true. All yeah. right. Anyway, uh, just want to put that up. Uh, we, will, we will put out proof. Oh, sorry. What, what do you guys think? actually get to hang out. What, what do you guys think? What do I think? What is your predictions? Yeah, I'm going to predict G2 on this one. Uh, I'm continuously impressed by your team, and I would love to see you guys go further. But the safest bet in the world right now is G2. Yeah, G2. Yeah. Is it the Euphoria curse, though? Because I feel like... It, this is always happens. We always predict one team like the like the Mad XL. Everyone was like, "Yeah, Mad," and then XL win. And it's like the more you doubt them, the more the curse just the manifests. The stronger that they get. So, and yeah. if that's true, then we just have the greatest copium take as to why our predictions against Abba are helping Abba. Yeah, very self-serving of us. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I hope for a banger. Yeah. I hope for five games, and it would be sick if XL could prove expectations wrong. That would be cool. I feel like if this if Not this best of five is won by XL, then expectations are gone. Like the Forever. whole tenth, nothing is safe. I mean, f- for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, the whole tenth place thing is already gone to me. I, I yeah. just the, the the glow up. I think people are struggling to accept the top two thing because people the are top. like, "Where's Mad? Where's Fnatic? SK? Are they good? You know, all that sure. thing." Well, this is what but this, this weekend. I mean, what I said is, if if XL managed to get there in the first place, they deserve to be there, right? Like yeah. it's it's like it's very simple, but it makes sense. I also think, like, to be fair, I think the patch is very fitting for XL hmm. compared to the last patches, like, over the whole year. I think this is the best patch ever. Um, so this is obviously something that is also, like, for us, it's like, oh, we're going to have to really find out what is good for them hmm. and try to counter it. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Um, and they, they obviously know that as well, right? <laughs> and we'll see if it works. Uh, thank you both for coming on today. Good luck with your preparation. Hopefully you guys can enjoy the Saturday and Sunday games a little bit. And there's no Euphoria curse. Who loses? Because they're both here. 
There's no euphoria. We can't curse them both. Yeah. Unless you guys just play like the worst game of League of Legends we've ever seen, yeah. which would be kind oh. of funny. Yeah. We just, like bad games. <laughs> just absolute like animal style, brain off, no macro. That would be fun too. That would be good. Not opposed to that. Anyway, uh, groups continues Saturday the 22nd, 1730. Ready to check. You can see it on the screen behind me if you are uh, watching the video. Our playoffs kick off on Monday. With the match between both of you. Wish you wish you both nothing but the best of luck. And I hope you have a really dank time hanging out after the, this whole thing blows over. So yeah, thanks again for coming. This has been episode 18 of the Euphoria Podcast. We'll see you next week. Thanks for having us. Thank thanks, you. Man. Yeah, thanks for coming. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.